Hi, and welcome to our very first episode of Free Talk. So on this first episode, we should start with the elephant in the room, COVID-19, this world-changing virus. So I guess the first thing I guess I want to talk about is I never thought in my lifetime that we would have witnessed something this serious because what they're saying is it's something like a cold, but with a mutation that it can literally kill people. So I just find this really, I guess, surprising. Yes. Very surprising that we could go through this. Exactly. That's that's one of the things I was thinking too, and especially in the beginning, you you didn't even think it was that serious. Yes, it was happening, but it was like over there on another side of the world, um, and then you know, until the schools closed, basically, and that's when it was like, whoa, maybe it was like a, a wake up, you know, True. to us on this side that it, it's coming. Because yeah, I also thought it was just an isolated event in a specific place, and to hear that it's touching the entire world is mind-blowing. I didn't even understand what was happening until everything started closing and they were telling us to stay home because when it started to go to Italy and go to different places, our company was concerned, but I was literally one of the last people to leave the office because I didn't understand how serious this was until it became serious. That's it. And even when, um, I think for us, it was when our company let go so many people on one day and it basically was just three of us left in the office. And I'm like, wow, it was really, really serious. Mm -hmm. And then, um, what else happened? Oh yes. The schools closed. So they came back from, um, spring break she literally had her graduation pictures on the Thursday. Thursday night we got the, the notice, don't come back. So that's yeah. where another another wake-up call was, this is really, really going to affect our lives, yeah. our daily lives. Exactly. So what changed for you on that, like literally on that day? On that like, day, basically it was just the schools closing. I, I was one of the three that had to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, because of the type of job that I, I, I do, I had no choice but to stay in the office. There was no take a computer home and go. Actually, that also happened um, to to me. I was one of the last three people to be in the office, but it really wasn't because we had to be there. It's just my specific situation. And then as soon as it became a reality, I was there on the last day where they were literally like, take everything home you're working from home we are closing the office completely and that's when like it was absolutely real for me and that's when i realized oh i need to check on everybody in my family need to check what's going on over where they are yes just make sure that first everybody's okay and then see how this will play out yeah that was it um I did the same thing too I checked everybody um my cousins in Europe and make sure you know they were good and um they had also been uh, locked down uh, they were told to be sent home a long time ago um basically 
I went into an anxious mode after that time because here I am, if it's that serious, I have my mother who's elderly because that was one of the most thing, the, the first things they said was it would impact the elderly. And with my mom being, um, you know, over 70, um, mm. that was where the anxiety came in. And then the other anxiety that came in after was schooling. If we're going to be off for so long, how is my daughter going to catch up? Because she, this is her last year and she needed those marks to catch up. That's what I feel. I feel the anxiety part happened mostly for parents and the elderly. Because honestly, when this happened, it's not that I didn't realize that it was serious, but I wasn't affected like most people were affected. Mm-hmm. Um, I just thought, oh, there's a virus out there. We're going to have to find ways to stay safe. And hopefully there will be a vaccine or some something created to then assist to help get rid of this but because like you I don't like you have a kid I don't so I didn't have that immediate like oh no how is this going to play out I was just like everything is going to work out because I'm sure this is not the first version of this that the world has gone through so it's something that we just have to be safe about and then eventually it will work itself out right yeah yeah I think we all thought that so until uh, everything basically shut down. <laughs> exactly. And that's uh, a, um, like I have uh, my stepmom's best friend. She's in the hospital um, for other reasons. Mm-hmm. And when I spoke to her, she told me that the floor above her was just people who were contaminated with the virus. Right. Wow. So it was yeah. very concerning. And when I called the hospital to talk to her after that, I wasn't able to get uh, online with her. But usually when you call the hospital, someone picks up and then they say, uh, where, where can we direct you? Right. But now when you call, the first thing is a long message just on COVID-19 and the reasons why you can't come to the hospital to visit anyone. So that was kind of a sad message to hear. Mm-hmm. Because obviously I've had family members in the hospital and I could go visit them and see how they're doing. And the fact that I can't even go and I can't get a hold of her and I don't know what's going on. So that, that part is really sad for me. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of happened with my my dad as well. Um, He was in uh, the hospital for um, diabetes related reasons Mm -hmm. and he contracted it. Um, because the other two people in his room had it. Um, and so that's when he, every, when those two people got it, they tested everybody. And that's when they found out like like 90% of the people had it. Oh, but how's um, he doing now? He's, he's doing good. They actually sent him home uh, the week after. Mm-hmm. Um, and just basically he had to self-contain, like they said, for the 14 days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I told his wife that just to make sure that um you know the rules you just don't touch um what he's touched or make sure you wear gloves um decontaminate um as you see fit because unfortunately there's only one bathroom there so yeah you know um, and that's basically it um but he's better now he actually recovered after the two weeks and he no longer has symptoms oh that's great yeah 
because as you said that I remembered um, a lot of the old folks uh, homes mm-hmm. are touched the most by this because that's their home and they have to stay there so once one person um, basically is contaminated the entire place is contaminated and I know someone who is in one of those homes and she got it because one person had it there okay. so everyone had to be contained and they have to be contained in the place they're in so they all have to unfortunately live there with it and hope that some kind of relief happens wow. yeah. that's too sad to hear it is but we have to go past the sad because until this is over, we just have to hope that in the end, everything will turn out the best way possible. Yes. There will be the sad times, but we have to kind of find the positive beyond that. So that's why I want to ask you, has anything positive come out out of this situation? Because what it is, is we are at home. We are trapped. We have no place to go. So anything positive? Communication, I guess, would be communication with the family is is, is better. Yeah. Um, it's it's um we talk through our, our issues if we if we have and when we have issues. Um, but for the most part, it's been pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, um, even with um, Samara doing her homework, things like that. Everything's been good. That's good. Yeah. For me, um. Like, like you said, the communication with my family is a lot better. I'm getting a lot more phone calls. I'm getting a lot more phone calls, even yeah. though I'm not, you know, being on the phone is not my favorite thing, but I'm talking to a lot of people more. Yes. Um, the plus side for me is that since I'm working from home, it means five days a week I'm occupied. Because a lot of the times the phone calls I get from some of my friends is I'm bored. And I always tell them, I'm like, find something to do because we don't know how long this is going to last and you can't sit the boredom day in and day out exactly yeah so my five days are occupied by my work so yay and on my weekends i actually get the chance to write more um i get to do new dishes i find that i cook a lot more like honestly i I cooked once a week before when I was going to work mm-hmm. and then week I try to put some things together in hopes that I have a good lunch. But I feel that now I actually take more time to cook. I actually cook more healthier things. There are a lot of vegetables added to each dish. Yes. I'm very happy about that. Because <laughs> uh, I feel we have more time to prepare. Yes. For anything we have during the day. Yes. And, and I find that's a positive part out of it for me. It's true. It's very true. I've even tried some new recipes. Um, not all have been liked, but <laughs> it's, it's, it's something I like to try. So that, that, a lot of that's been going on as well. And another thing I wanted to ask is, did you learn anything about yourself? Like minus the kids, the parents and everything. Did you learn anything new about you during this time? Because we actually have the time to sit down with ourselves and see what we like, what we don't like, what we want to do, what we hope for the future. So basically, what did you learn about you? Well, I learned I had I had more, a little bit more patience than I thought. I mm-hmm. thought I didn't have that much patience. Yes, I have a kid, but I didn't think I had that much patience. <laughs> um, especially with the schoolwork, because you have to be patient. And there's a reason why teachers are teachers, okay? Just to put it that way. 
Uh, other than that, I just, I kind of analyze me and see where I am and um, I realize, yes, I need to be more, um, more present, more um, involved, more um, up to date with things, basically, in, in all aspects of life, not just, uh, you know, home and school and and um, with the grandparents and things like that, but just with myself, be more present and more aware. And I noticed that's been um, a, a change that uh, I saw about myself. Oh, um, and that uh, I also learned not to settle. Important. Yeah. Yes, yeah. very important. I try not to settle anymore. So, yep. That's good. You? Uh, for me, um, a lot of people tell me before, like when we started this lockdown, that um, it'll be hard on extroverts and a paradise for introverts. But the thing is, I'm very comfortable at home. Mm -hmm. I like to side, obviously. It's just that I don't get bored that easily. So I, I basically self-proclaim myself uh, an introvert thinking that that's the reason why I can cope with it. Yeah. So then I decided to take the test online. And I realized, like, it's obviously it's very extensive as to what I am, but the thing is, I am an actual introvert. I can occupy myself within my home. It is not an issue. It doesn't mean that this situation is a paradise for me. It just means that for the most part, I can cope very well with it compared to people like my sister, who's an extrovert, who is clawing to go outside and wants to just, you know, be there. Cause that's, that's where she's free. That's where she lives. That's where she, she finds her happiness. But for me being at home, it's not really the biggest issue. And I do go out every once in a while. Yes. And I just feel that this situation for introverts, we are going to be a bit more comfortable mm -hmm. adjusting to it. So as much as it might be a bit easier for us, when this is, said and done and then we have to go back into the world we're the ones who are going to be like a little bit angsty because we got <laughs> used to this yes. and that's what I'm kind of scared about so that's why I still try at least once or twice a week to go out take a walk go out buy groceries go out because yes. you know that this version of life is a bit more comfortable for me yeah. than it would be for others yeah I gotta say that too I'm an introvert as well I'm very comfortable where I am <laughs> for some people this is going to work out so fine but it's just that we have to understand that this is just a wave that we're going through and eventually we're going to go back to something else so we can't get too comfortable in whatever state we're in no but we still have to hope for good things in the future yes. so that's what i i learned about myself it's more that i can cope with what we're in right now yes i believe so yeah so we've talked a lot. We've gone through a bit of everything. Yes. I know that we could go on with this conversation for Oh yes, I can. <laughs> you, know, you have to cut it and then eventually, you know, we could bring it back up in another episode. Okay, no problem. So what I wanted to do was in each episode have a quote that we can speak on or that we could just leave for everyone else to understand basically that few words can bring many thoughts and can help you to understand other people as well as yourself 
and think back on things that you have done so you can just find ways to be you open yes. mm -hmm. and that's it yes so what's today's quote Today's quote is called, everyone thinks of changing the world, but no one thinks of changing himself. Yeah. For me, I like this quote because I feel that this relates to today. And I don't mean present time. I just mean today's society. Yes. Everyone is always thinking, oh, only if this person would do this, only if this person would do that, everything would be better. Exactly. But what I understand is a lot of things start with us, not to you know, quote Michael Jackson, but yes, to quote him, start with the person in the mirror and then you'll be able to, you know, understand other people a lot better. Totally agree. Totally agree. That's what I was thinking as well. You need to look inside yourself to understand yourself before you can ask somebody to change or go and change the world. Um, that's what yeah. I think. Um, yeah. And to be able to show it exactly how it's supposed to be done if you want it, you know, to be done a certain way, especially morally. Mm -hmm. That's what I think. I really believe that too. It, it starts with you. Yep. Everything does start with the person. Yeah. Yeah. And hopefully uh, people can understand that statement just because we, we get frustrated with things that are outside of us. But if we understand that, you cannot change what other people think of you. You just have to understand yourself first, and then you can adjust to different type of people. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So mm -hmm. yeah. I think this can wrap up our first episode. Is I there anything you want to say to I just want to say I can't wait for any comments. Um, any feedback basically um, on our podcast and it's so welcome just stay positive yeah um, for me I just want to say thank you for listening to us babble on this is basically what we're going to be doing going forward and we want you to reach out to us tell us your points of view tell us the things that are happening to you during this time the positive the negative how you you're coping and um, Yes, please stay positive. Good things are always to come. Thank you for joining us. This is Aya. And this is Shani. We'll talk again on the next episode at freetalk.ca.